The SMME Exchange. SMME Exchange. On Metro FM Talk. 13 minutes it is after 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the mighty Metro. It's our SMME Exchange, and uh, we bring it to you every Tuesday. Uh, we have conversations, important conversations, uh, about key developments in the small business ecosystem. And uh, no bigger development, I must say, in the energy space over the last decade or so than, I guess, the growing importance and prominence of the renewable sources of supply. Uh, but it seems now, in this particular case, uh, that uh, there's been... A uh, showdown and a collision course here between one of the global players and uh, one of the local suppliers. And uh, we speak to one of those suppliers uh, this uh, evening. If you just joined us, I'm joined by Siabulela Africa. He's a managing director of New Tech Electrical Supplies and Construction, and they're based out in the Northern Cape. Now, Sia, talk to me about the process that leads to you signing this enterprise development enterprise development agreement now you did indicate earlier on that Siemens then left the space they I guess left whatever obligations they might have had uh, with uh, Globalec but um, you know under what circumstances did you sign this particular agreement and uh, what function would have that wa- would that 1.5 million rand have played in the bigger scheme of things all right um, the the enterprise development was for mechanized panel washing equipment and uh, mechanized vegetation equipment. Um, and it was uh, signed off in uh, the 16th of December, 16th of November, sorry, 2017. Um, the contract they sent through to UTEC on the 13th of November, 2017. And um, this was to do work for both um, Kimberley, which is Rofontaine, and uh, and the R. Yes, yes. Um, the agreement was signed only by Nintec. In in, in 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 the beginning, we signed and uh, we sent it back to Globalec. Mm. They agreed that they will sign and send it back to us, and they will make an immediate payment. Mm. Did they sign? And it? You, sorry, did they sign it? They, they didn't sign it, but we had email agreements oh, already. Okay. They All said right, that so. no, the, the signatures will come and they okay. will make immediate payments. Mm. And what followed next was um, by the 14th of December or 13th, 12th, December, 13th or the 12th of December, they let us know that no, but uh, they won't be continuing because there is a lack of trust. Because of the, the markup market. issue. Yes. But uh, we indicated to them that uh, even in an email that we were not aware that uh, as an enterprise development uh, scheme, we are not supposed to put on, um, 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 what you call it, um, a markup. Mm. And then I need justifying the markup. What, what did you say? Was it facilitation fee? What, what was it? Yes, it was basically facilitation fee because we also had to call companies uh, overseas in, all, on, on, in order to get quotations. Mm. So we, we actually sourced everything. And then we send the quotations to Global Lake, and then they approved everything, and they they put together the the agreement document uh, okay. of the enterprise. Okay. okay. So, so it's so it's like your management fee. I mean, you try to manage the process so that you would be able to supply them with uh, whatever it is that they needed. So so yes, they then indicate to you that there's been a breakdown in trust. What what happens thereafter? What happened thereafter? Um, we we. So there's so much that we left out, but uh, what happened there after we had a meeting in, in, in uh, January the 23rd in the R, um, where we met uh, one of their managers, and uh, that's when they told us that uh, we are no longer going to extend our contract with them. Uh, they will be going out on RSQ, and they will be putting the enterprise development on hold. Mm, mm, mm. And 
what, what recourse did that then give you? I mean, uh, one would think that uh, you, you've gone to great lengths to uh, place this before the courts. Uh, talk to us about yeah. that particular journey and uh, the interactions. And more importantly, what, what papers they've filed. Because um, in the next few minutes or so, I'll also read a message that we've received from some of their lawyers. Uh, we had asked them to come through on the show this evening, and they indicated that this matter is sub care. But uh, we'll return to their response. But uh, what yeah. then happens? What, what then happened before the courts? Okay, what happened is that uh, we we put the letter before them that uh, they made a promise and uh, they never fulfilled the promise. Um, it's also detailed in the agreement that they should have followed certain procedures to let us know that uh, it's even their contract. So they, there is procedures that they should have followed in order to let us know that they're no longer continuing with the enterprise development. So the letter now is in, is in the courts. Um, about uh, the last year, we had a meeting with the 12th of December, um, but uh, we are still where we were before we entered into the meeting. Mm-hmm. So uh, nothing much has happened. Every meeting that we have with them, which is on emails, is the same thing all over and over again. Mm-hmm. So we are not moving anywhere. If you just joined us, I'm in conversation with uh, Siabulela Africa. He's the managing director at uh, uh, New Tech Electrical Suppliers and Construction. They are suppliers in the renewable sector in the Northern Cape, uh, working in Kimberley and in Da'ar with one of uh, the uh, big players, the Global XSA, uh, who is uh, one of the independent power producers uh, that are feeding energy into the grid. And it seems that uh, they've gridlocked here uh, around an enterprise development uh, agreement and uh, of course uh, some of the issues that have happened uh, surrounding that. I'd love to hear your perspectives you might uh, also be close uh, to this particular sector. Give me a ring 089 Now Sia, you don't get this 1.5 million rand. Well, what has that now meant over the last 18 months or so for uh, the growth of your own business and ideally what you would have done with that money? No, let's start with ideally what I would have done with the money. I would have bought the equipment, obviously, and uh, there's a lot of solar plants in our area of the earth. So I would have gone out and uh, sourced out uh, our services, as we've done. We've done it for for, 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 for Skatech. We've done vegetation control. We've replaced about uh, 1.5 million cable ties for them. Um, this is another company, and we have watched their panel. So we have a good track record with a lot of companies in that area which are in the solar industry, and we've done work for them. So we would have used the, the, the equipment to source business other, um, in other plants yeah, as well. Yeah. Just to yeah. diversify, I guess, where, where your revenue yeah. is coming from. But now that you didn't get the money, uh, did uh, any of that happen? did not happen. The business went down. Um, we used to employ um, 17 people per plant. Um, and uh, now what, uh, and in the office, we employed about seven people. But just to, 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 to bring some light to the issue, mm. our contract was terminated in uh, July 2018. Okay. They, 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 they employed another contractor, so our employees, which were on the sites, are safe. So they're still continuing. But with new tech management, and uh, we are still... Um, in a very difficult position because we, we, we are struggling in business wise. Certainly tough times there. And uh, I guess, uh, you know, Sia, well, when you speak like that, it, it certainly makes one wonder uh, whether or not 
uh, a fallout of this kind and uh, even the legal ramifications of it is something that you can shoulder. I mean, do, do, do you get a sense that you're going to be able to go toe-to-toe with a global entity like this uh, in a long and drawn-out legal battle uh, uh, or are, are you getting support from any quarters? Um, I do have support and uh, some of the people that are helping me out they are doing the pro bono. Okay. Um, and others are asking for fees, so which is which is fair. But uh, there's a lot into the case as well, you know, um, Ayabon. I mean, at one point we were like the employees are still there, mm. but at one point they forced us to retrench people mm. because at one point when our contract ended in uh, because we used to have a temporary employment system contract, so the contract uh, hence the the, the, the enterprise development. Our contract with going back to Siemens, our contract was actually supposed to end in April 2019. Mm. When we went into um, uh, agreement with Globalex, they said they would uphold all the uh, agreements and uh, uh, what's called agreements that we had with Siemens, they will carry on with them. So it was strange when our test test uh, agreement came to an end in January uh, 2018 because we were supposed to carry on with it. So from that on, that date onwards, they started to force us to retrench people because they're saying they're going out on RSQ. And as they are going out on RSQ, we should apply, but we can't employ 17 people. We should employ 10 to 12 people. Hmm. And then our company disagreed and we did not apply apply for the contract. So what happened, they employed another, they, they contracted another company from Postmaster, I think, they got the contract. Yes. But what was strange of everything, as they were forcing us to retrench, when that company took over, they never forced them to retrench because they still have the same number of employees that we had, but we were forced to retrench. Why do you think there was that expectation on yourselves? Um, I don't know. At one point it felt like uh, they... They were strong arming us and they were bull- bullying us and it was it was it was quite tough. You know, it was quite tough. It was it, towards the end of our relationship it mm. was it was a cat and dog fight. Yeah. So, Siatina, we tried to be fair okay, up at uh, Metro FM Talk. Yeah. We, we did contact Globalec, uh, and uh, via their attorneys, they sent us uh, uh, some correspondence here. And uh, their attorneys, the Adrian's attorneys, um, sent a letter stating the following. Now, they say, we confirm that we act for Globalec South Africa uh, Management Services, PTY Limited. Uh, we understand from you that the managing member of New Tech intends to ventilate issues pertaining to this matter on Metro FM this evening, as well as other, as well as on other media platforms. Now, this matter is, however, currently sub care, and accordingly, we believe that it would be inappropriate to debate the merits thereof in the media. Now, the matter is both of a sensitive and contentious nature, with a rich history. We can, however, confirm that the parties have been attempting to amicably resolve uh, the same matter for some time, and our clients' rights, therefore, remain strictly reserved. Let's talk about some of these attempts to amicably resolve this. The attempts, there were no attempts of amicably resolving. So, so you disagree with what their lawyers are saying? No, I'm disagreeing because they, 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 at one point they told our my, 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 my representatives that uh, they should... It was the 12th of December. Mm. And when they got there, it was supposed to be a settlement. And when they got there, they said, no, New Tech doesn't have a case. 
But um, then, then we told them, but why did my, my, my representatives ask them that? But why did you ask for a meeting if you are coming to tell us that there's no case? Because then we are continuing with litigation. But there's no sense in having a meeting, mm-hmm. calling them to tell us a meeting on that. So you certainly don't share the sentiment that this particular matter on the side of both parties is uh, there are attempts underway to amicably resolve this. You don't know. No, they are not. The, mm. the point here is that they are, they are reactionary. They are not proactive, you know. And it comes even from the communication that we had. We actually have been trying to communicate to get to a point whereby we have a settlement, but they, they, they are dragging this unnecessarily. Mm. I mean, at one point, they wanted us to, to fork out a 350000 for what? For, for, thingy, for security. Okay. And uh, Wait, we, we must explain. Security and doing. Security that if we go to, to court um, and if we lose, oh, security they should like be that. able okay. to, right. yeah, that, that type of, um, they, should able be, they should be able to cover their court. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. But what we indicated to them was that, but uh, there's an email that we wrote. If you can give me a moment, then I will read it through to you. Um, sorry, is email about? Responding to them, telling them, but it's it, it, it's it's not uh, it's not fair. Yeah, yeah. It's not fair. So, it's so, not fair so, so maybe see. No, no, no. But let's maybe uh, uh, put the the email aside here for a second because I also want to get from from your perspective some of your own reflections. I mean, one would have thought that. You went into this process very excited, uh, you know, very jovial about a potential uh, a partnership and tie-up here with an international player in a new, very innovative sector, very central to the fortunes uh, of uh, uh, our own energy mix here in this country. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you think about where you were, say, 2015, 2016, uh, by way of your own business and the growth of that business and where you are now, uh, does it leave you with a bad taste in your mouth? A very flower one, actually. And uh, for for the way they've dealt with things, it's 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 very unprofessional. Um, um, in in the way they were strong arming us to do stuff. Um, to what the end now, we still have equipment that that's on their side. Kimberly and 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 Andrew Fontaine, we wrote emails and to request them to go and pick up the equipment. They they totally ignored our email. Mm-hmm. And at one point, you know, they would do audits, safety audits, and we won't have representatives on, 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 on those safety audits, but they will disqualify us and our people will be chucked out of sight up until the safety file is approved. You know, and it was quite sad to find out when the new contractor came in, they didn't have a compliance safety file, but they were allowed to work. So now you ask yourself, was this personal or what was it? See, so, yeah, where to from here? I mean, uh, where, where's the status of the legal process now? Uh, because I guess from the message that we got from the lawyers here, it's quite clear that this matter continues uh, before uh, the uh, judicial authorities. And uh, w- one of my questions is where to from here? And in your view, is there still yeah. scope to, to amicably resolve this, to come to a settlement so that you don't have to bring it before the courts uh, in a costly and a very drawn-out process and that you can maybe find each other uh, as you did before? You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not doubting, but I don't think it would be a very good position to, to do business with them again in the future. I'm very sorry and straightforward about that. Mm. Um, going on from now, 
Um, we do have some work that we are currently doing, and uh, we are hoping that it's growing. I mean, it's a new year, so uh, we are working hard um, to, to double our, 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 our income and uh, to grow our business. Mm. So, yeah, unfortunately, we have run out of time, my brother, and we're going to have to leave it there. But it's certainly not a story uh, that uh, I think we're going to be uh, touching on for the last time. Uh, but I really thank you for coming through and sharing your story and uh, really putting this one on our radar. And uh, it's certainly one that we'll uh, follow very closely here on Metro FM Talk. But thank you very much uh, for sharing that story with us. Thank you, Albonga, and thank you for the opportunity that you've given me. Awesome, man. That there was uh, uh, Siawulela Africa.